0: Welcome to the Kayak
1: Bass Nation. Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation audio podcast. We go live every Monday night, talk all things kayak bass fishing across multiple platforms. But we don't get to talk directly to you folks, the audio podcast listeners, uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform you use. We want to say we appreciate you guys downloading the show, listening to it while you're driving, working out, or whatever the case may be. If you have the time, take a second and leave us a review. Give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever your platform allows. And once again, thank you for spending a little time with us on the KBN live replay,
0: money labor. Hey. hey, welcome to the podcast. All right.
1: What's up everybody. Welcome to KBN live. Ryan, how you doing tonight, man? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're looking fly in the Z-Man stuff. You got it all. Well, over. Gil Z-Man, the whole
2: i'm trying cover? to trying to take care of these people out here jeff you know
1: corporate sellouts we are so
2: corporate are. sellouts write it down you heard it here first
1: <laughs> not quite not quite uh we got people jumping in from facebook youtube we've got as vinny said the new melons the new Malone, <laughs> the new melona's winners the <laughs> top finisher Malone's anthony all, garcia man. and then the big bash winner uh, max lee are on here from the natives uh, no limit kickoff event that was huge from a couple weeks ago uh, we've been wanting to get them on but we've got some big news to get to first. As you guys saw on the group page, we got to get into that. Um, a lot to cover with that. And then one thing from the actual group page before the cheater scandal broke that I want to talk about too, Ryan. So, okay. but first, how was your weekend? Jay, you good weekend.
2: Fantastic. We did some volleyballing uh, Saturday, Kenzo won our tournament. And then Sunday, Baby Dill and Pop came up to stretch the legs on their Phoenix. So I got my Phoenix out and we went out and, uh, got on some of the old pet smallmouth and wrecked them. We we had uh we had a hell of a day. I think between both boats there's probably I don't know somewhere over 20 18 inch plus smallmouth caught so yeah. it was a fair little sunday on the water.
1: I dig it. Uh are we doing a giveaway tonight by the way. We got at least. I was going to ask kind of you, track. man.
2: We hadn't done a Z Man giveaway in a minute, right? I think it's yeah. been since like March, early March. So let's do a Z Man giveaway. Z Man, it is.
1: Z let's Man giveaway tonight. There it is. We'll throw them on the cover. Z Man giveaway. Yeah. Like it. Like, share, comment. You know all the things, y'all. So like and share actually, on Facebook.
2: Actually, share this shit, please. Thank yes. you. yes
1: and we're going to talk. You know everybody's favorite subject, which is alleged cheaters tonight. We're going to talk about that tonight too,
2: buddy. Yeah. I. I I would love to know if we, if we had a poll, maybe how many people do you know? Like out of, out of everyone in the community, are you aware personally of someone that's cheated in a kayak fishing tournament? I bet the numbers would astound you.
1: Yeah. It's getting out of hand. Uh, But that said, we don't want to bury the lead. We'll jump right into that. I'm, I'm going to tell you this, paint the picture for you, Ryan, if that's okay. Since this happened in my state of our, of our Kansas, of Arkansas, I'll paint the picture of the details I've got of what happened, and then we'll get into it a little bit think? Okay, do it. All right, so this happened in central Arkansas over the weekend, and we can talk more about this format, but I think this format kind of opened some doors to this, which is there was a Major League Fishing-style, No Limit-style event for the local club down there. Uh, These guys were just in one that we're having on tonight, so they can talk about that. But so many pictures coming in for a judge to look at, I think it'd be easier for what happened to slip through. Yeah. So, major league fishing style event down there. Um a fellow by the name, get your pens ready if you guys want to know this. A fellow by the name of Keith Zimmerman finished in second place of said tournament in the money, of course, second place. Good job, Keith. Yeah, good job, Keith. Solid. <laughs> uh, at or around the way in time, some of the fellow competitors uh especially one had had kind of a suspicion about uh, Keith from from a prior event, I believe. Reviewed the pictures pretty thoroughly and found duplicate pictures of the same fish. Uh, you saw the one on the page. I'll throw it up here so everybody can see it. This is the one that made the page, but there were other pictures too that could have been duplicates that, that this is just the one that got pushed out to, uh, to me
2: don't brought it up to suspicious. the tournament director. Don't be suspicious.
1: <laughs> yeah. They brought it up to the tournament director. They confronted Keith there at the, the weigh in location and I don't want to mess up the details here, but, After some frustration and a little bit of arguments, he left frustrated, later contacted them and said, I will disqualify myself, give the money and the trophy to the second-place angler. And that's the end of the the story for Keith. He's he's out of it. So um, what do you think, Ryan? After looking at the picture, seeing what you saw there?
2: Um, It looks like the lighting is different. (laughs) So so clearly that fish had... uh... You know, if, if this is in fact the same fish, which it definitely appears to be by the markings, the color of the fins, the corner of the mouth is really red on this one. You know, that kind of stands out to me. Um, looks like it had been, been held onto for a little bit there.
0: Yeah.
1: So the, the, what they suspect happened is somehow this fish was detained. As you said, it was transported along with the angler, either on a stringer or a basket, even some suspicion, I was told that a bass boat, cha- like a chase boat, kept it in a poorly aerated, aerated live well, and gave them to him to take pictures of multiple times. These are all just alleged suspicions. As Keith has not admitted guilt, he simply disqualified himself from the event. Um, Good idea. Yeah. This was reported to the Game and Fish down there, or down here in Arkansas. The Game and Fish has stated, basically, they can do nothing about it because Keith did not take the money. Uh Keith did not take the money, and it is not illegal to transport a fish around on a stringer if, if It's a, or in a live well, So,
2: But is it illegal to cheat in a tournament?
1: If, well, as long as no if money. If he
2: took the money, it would be if he didn't DQ himself. Money,
1: talking a different deal altogether. Hmm, dang. So no money in hand. So let that, if you got a sting operation going, tournament directors.
2: Make sure they're caught with their tail in the pocket, so to
1: speak. Yeah. You know, if you're going to pay them out a month and a half later, make sure you get a receipt for that as well.
2: Hey, now that's one way. Yeah. You could just fish organizations that don't ever pay you. And then technically you haven't committed a felony. So that's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Safety
2: net. There's always a silver lining, Jeff, but from what I read, this is not the first incident, uh, in question from set angler. There've been other instances. I read one about like he launched on private property and, didn't, you know, didn't claim to be in the tournament and was crappie fishing. And then in fact, later on was, was, uh, in the tournament, so to speak. Yeah.
1: If I understand everything correctly, there'd been some, like you just said, some sketchy allegedly. stuff before, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly some sketchy stuff before. So consequently his eyes were peeled or everybody's eyes were peeled looking for something, you know, like where did this guy come? Cause apparently he's never even come close to sniffing a check. Then all of a sudden, finishes the second, and people know he's sketchy, so they're looking for for reasons for that, and they found.
2: And it. how much money are we talking here? What was the?
1: We're not the talking world? thousands of dollars, but hundreds <laughs> of dollars. To second like, place. What
2: is the point? Like, why are you you risking your your reputation and and ability to participate in a sport that you obviously like to do? Is it worth the risk for a few hundred bucks? I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. I so it so. it was handled by the the group, the board down there in Central Arkansas. Uh, Pancakes Daddy's one of the ones that caught it. He's the one that, that went over those picks with a fine tooth comb. So well done with Garrett and some of the other anglers that looked into that. Um, they've banned him, as you can imagine, from NSK and all state tournaments in Arkansas. The KBT slash KFL Arkansas Hogs also dropped him as he had a roster spot with them. Apparently, they cut him today. He's off um, the Arkansas Hogs. Off, off the hog, off the hogs. Yeah, Damn. so I forgot that was going on, but he's off the hogs. <laughs> Uh, and anyone else that is in that region, you know, Missouri, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Texas, I, I think he may be moving to Texas. So get ready for that.
2: Texas. <laughs> that's a shocker. That's I, th- I feel like all. that's the transfer portal, like <laughs> busted cheating in Arkansas. Quick move to Texas.
1: Yeah. And if I saw his profile, I sent a message out for comment. I got nothing back, but I saw, his, if I saw his profile, his profile, correct. He's born in Louisiana. So he's from Louisiana. Take that. Louisiana.
2: Sheesh. It's all over the place, man. Yeah.
1: So any of you tournament directors have any questions about that, reach out to the guys in Central Arkansas. They'd be glad to fill you in more. Uh, We're just kind of giving you the the lowdown of what happened, how it went down. So Keith, have a Bud Light. Relax tonight. This one's one's on you, buddy.
2: Jeez. You can't open it with your hands. That's the trick. So figure that out. That's
1: it. That's it. That's it. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But yeah, bad stuff, man. I mean, we always think we've seen it all and then – the same old stuff kind of replays itself. look kind of like movies these days they just remake the same old, old stuff,
2: bull crap. i liked it better when you drew on the fish with a sharpie that's probably one of my favorite ways to submit the same fish over yeah, and over again. yeah 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 we, <laughs> we've never seen the uh
1: the unzipped uh pfd try to replay itself yet nobody's tried i thought jordan might try that one but he hadn't tried that one yet
2: he's he's working on it man he's too pro now <laughs> yeah yeah. So
1: who knows? Keep your eyes peeled out there. There's always, pe- and it's not even about the money, I guess, Ryan, because that wasn't a lot of money. Is it about the cloud? Is it about, I mean, what's that about?
2: I don't know, but Brent's taking shots at you.
1: That's all right. Subaru. <laughs> the beers. Subaru, beers. Subaru never hurt anyone. <laughs>
2: That's that is a fact. A Subaru has never hurt anyone.
1: Safest cars I on the road. Right? <laughs> I
2: promise. Yeah. I don't know. I assume it's just an ego thing. Like you're, you're trying to, Prove yourself or prove a point or something. I don't know. I mean, we see it at every level of the sport, whether it's blatant breaking of the rules or pushing the boundaries with gray area stuff. Like it seems like just the competition brings out that, you know, <laughs> toe in the line in people.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sutton Bouch says it's about those sweet, sweet AOI points. Yes. Yeah, you can't, Could you be. can't, can't do without I, those but points. I mean, that's
2: a tricky thing, especially this time of year with those MLF style events because. A lot of lakes, you know, in the south, are spawning right now. You could catch the same buck two or three times. It, you know, I mean, literally catch it in a legal manner two or three times throughout the day. Or like the smallmouth we beat on, there, you know, we'll catch them and they'll have three or four holes in their mouth. Like these fish are aggressive; they're fry guarding and whatnot. Like they, they're gonna bite whatever yeah. comes in there. So then it kind of I feel like puts the burden of proof onto. The td or the accuser or whatever it may be how do you prove that he didn't catch it three times yeah and yeah, this is the thing
1: question. um i didn't i don't know if i read this out of my notes ryan but timestamps stamps were hours apart yeah and the gps location was completely different
2: oh just rolling rolling in the pocket then
1: yeah so it looked like and with the with the progression of that fish's life you know fading before our eyes right there it was, just, he was carrying <laughs> it along <laughs> with him, <them>, you know <laughs>
2: we're just watching it slip away.
1: Yeah, I'm just watching him slip into the darkness uh on turning X. life, life so.
2: alert life alert fish collar or something. Yeah.
1: So with that being said, it looks like you know, the determination was it was transported along the way, pictures were submitted, so there there you go. Dang. That's the deal.
2: Bang, yeah. Keith, brother. Yeah, so well, Keith,
1: <laughs> this buds for you. Uh, Adventure Diesel <laughs> Adventure Diesel said pocket fish, much like pocket tails.
2: More or po- yeah po- yes pocket fish yes yeah that's what uh, i was thinking
1: chris Payne said turn does Turny x still have the notification if it's within a quarter inch i don't know if it does i haven't judged in a while but with the mlf event you'd be getting that all day long because you got you know True. 20 fish per angler so I, I just don't know
2: unless you had it on dardanelle then you would only have like four fish per angler yeah that's the best to place to have there,
1: this kind of tournament that's, that's exactly right you
2: follow you follow you'd only have to judge 30 fish total
1: <laughs> yeah so uh with that said there's something else i wanted to get to from the group but we want to keep our guests waiting we'll talk about it later um, yeah we'll,
2: we'll close the show with that we'll close that? the show with that
1: so let yeah. that said let's get our no limit power Hour winners in here
2: no limit soldiers coming. anthony
1: on. garcia max lee welcome to kbn live gentlemen what's up guys what's up anthony that's anthony right. on the road max in his hat what y'all think of that uh cheater story you all ever heard of some stuff like that
0: that's gnarly yeah no i've never seen that <laughs> Do y'all I have shooters sure in it. California,
2: or is it just tournament directors that are the biggest ad- adversaries out there?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've
1: Yeah, Anthony, I don't, I don't know if we've caught, we, sure we caught the snagger. They're,
0: they're
1: everywhere. Yeah, old Mike Long, the snagger's from California, but other than that, I haven't heard any kayak, kayak <laughs> cheers Snagging's like. yeah. an
2: epidemic out there in California, boy. They're doing that all over the place, I hear. Yeah,
1: I'll tell you what. I, I tell you, you what. Uh, wow. Allegedly. Allegedly. Make sure you p- keep that in there, man. Keep the allegedly in there. We're just reporting the news. We're not making up the news. We're just telling you what happened.
2: We've actually sent out an offer to Tucker Carlson to come and join KBN. Yeah. Uh, now that he's a free agent, so y'all might have all kinds of flavor in here. Yeah, I've got
1: some Western Sun and some stickers I can send his way. That's left over. That's all I got.
2: uh All right, back to the tournament. Tell us about this thing, Max. You caught a fish there, huh?
3: Uh, I caught many
2: fish there, not just a
3: fish, but (laughs) this was on New
2: Melons, uh, correct?
3: Uh, If you wish to call it New Melons, (laughs) yes, it was on New Melons. (laughs) Yeah, um, it was a great event that a native put out every year, and you know, every year it's a MLF style event where. It's an unlimited amount of numbers of fish. And just this year that they changed the slot limit and nobody. It was such a hard time to catch a 12 inch fish, basically, or anything over 14. I'm sorry. Really? Because, yeah, the limit was over 14. You could catch a ton of fish, but they were all 12 inches. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So there's just a lot of. fish.
2: Why is that? I I mean, why is that the something going on with the lake or, or what? what's the deal there
3: yeah it's just overran with spotted bass so it's those alabama spots they took over the lake and they're everywhere basically
2: you can keep them there's a bunch of them showing up in gunnersville right now in droves and i'm kind of nervous that's gonna affect the quality of the fishery that we're used to
1: yeah so yeah yeah i was go ahead no, I was going to say, uh, Anthony Ormax. what did y'all fish this event last year? And what do you think of the the native format that they got going on? Cause it's much different. I know Anthony, you've been out to central, the central U S and to the East coast a lot fishing national events. And this is a different, yeah. different move to, to fish in something like this and win something like this. What do y'all think of that format?
0: I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, um, like for the five limit fish tournaments, you always catch a crap ton of the dinks and luckily in this tournament, the dinks, uh, Helped out a ton, Uh, so this is my first time fishing this type of format, and I had a blast. I mean, I caught over like seventy fish all day. Look, I mean, unfortunately, only like twenty one of them were legal, but uh, yeah, no, it was super fun.
2: Did you carry any of them in your pocket throughout the day? Nah,
0: I'm sure they could fit in my pocket. They were all like (laughs) fourteen inches, but
2: had a had a whole sack of sardines there running around. Yeah.
0: A spotty in the pocket probably wouldn't be too fun, though.
2: A oh, spotty in the pocket. That sounds nice. So this tournament was kind of unique in in the shotgun launch format, right? That was a – how many anglers were in it? It was a huge number, especially for California. 100 and one, one, 81, 180, I
1: 182. I got 182 on 182. Tourney X over here
2: yeah that's yeah. that's healthy and the picture of that looked like an absolute melee trying to get <laughs> trying yeah, to get was, out of the
0: ring. it was nuts lunch in that morning
2: yeah is that a state rule thing or or what you know what was the premise behind the shotgun launch?
0: um the tournament director only was able to get one or on the permit they only authorized one launch i guess uh so yeah that's it basically it's crazy only wow. launched after was that the one parking? long ramp. Um, Parking wasn't bad. Malone's is an enormous lake. Um, and I, I'm sure they built that parking lot knowing that they would have a lot of traffic during the summer. So, I mean, parking wasn't bad. There was a giant parking lot uh, on the top of the ramp. And then right next to the ramp, there was another parking lot. So I didn't see people having trouble finding parking or anything like that.
1: Really? That's amazing. Well done, California. Uh, yeah. One thing, right? So so how did it go? Did I see your story or your story, your write-up, Anthony, that you got away from people? You went, like, three miles away?
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, um, I uh, I fished a KBF event, I think, there last year, and uh, I found a really good spot near the dam. And then from that launch, it's, it's not even near the dam. Um, so I just – I didn't have free fish. I just went down there just based off of what I found last year, and uh, I got down there. I was the only one there. There was no nav lights for – miles legit miles because i think it was like three and a half to 3.75 miles away from the launch uh, so i got there a little bit after lines in but when i got there it was i mean it was basically on fire the whole time
2: have you been paid from your kbf event last year yet
0: Side <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the guys that have got paid pretty quickly congratulations brother good job yeah,
1: well done you're a double winner max <laughs> what about you man did you fight the crowd or did you get away from them as well
3: no i ran from the crowd as well i actually practiced the day before and i basically ran six miles before oh. i even put a line in Sheesh. so i didn't start fishing till almost seven o'clock i want to say
2: our motors the legal was at 5 30 format yeah yeah they are okay well did you have a motor max or were you just going Jeez. off pure adrenaline <laughs>
3: yes i did i have a motor i'm right. right. i'm not that healthy
2: <laughs> I was trying to picture myself pedaling six miles first thing in the morning and probably wasn't going to go far. So, no. uh, what kind of motor are you running, Max?
3: Uh, I'm running an XI three, but I'm running the 70 pound thrust, so I'm getting right around five miles ish with you know my big old gut sitting on it. So,
2: you know, that's pretty moves. comparable to like the 403s and the the NK 180s. They're all around five, you know, five five and a half. Yeah. Assuming. Are you run a motor, Anthony?
0: I do. I have the, I was running the big water with the Mincota on the front of it, uh, but I figured out how the guys are getting the autopilots to go pretty fast and I did that. Um, so I got the autopilot running like right at 4.8, 4.9. Uh, so that's what I'm running right now.
2: What, what are y'all doing to them autopilots out there? Souping them up?
1: Nos. Putting Nos in. No.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hector Hector brought them spoon engines in, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tuned up out there.
1: Yeah, yeah I set you up, right? I brought one of my old-town teammates on here. You didn't know that. I, I didn't know.
2: There. This was a setup. Damn it. I, I
1: snuck him in here. No, Anthony's, Anthony's been out there killing it. He wins these tournaments. So we, we I, had see I see
2: that. I see that. Max, when you finally got six miles away from everyone, what, what did – what was your go to for catching these did you catch a ton of, of little spotted bass as well
3: yeah first thing in the morning I had I don't know five or so bites on a wacky rig Cinco and they kept pulling my Cinco off of off of the o-ring every single cast I would make I, I would get bumped and they would just all these spotted bass would tear apart my Cinco and just pull it right off the o-ring and the o-ring will come right back with the circle hook on it and it was just a nightmare i was cursing the entire morning because i kept missing these these damn fish
2: i like it (laughs) but obviously you turned something around what'd you do differently
3: nothing i just kept throwing it (laughs) i just kept throwing it and just kept weeding through the fish and eventually i got a a bigger bite and uh it seems as the sun came up the large pushed up and they were more active and then the spotted bass just kind of disappeared they must have pulled off shall uh offshore more and um you know i just started catching nothing but largemouth around that eight o'clock oh wow that there's
1: the one. There's, one the one there's the one the
3: big one
2: yeah. holy yeah. cow so there are obviously some big fish lurking around out there too huh
1: what, what's the, the melons f- what are they eating out there what's
3: the forage trout uh ah. yep Trout. kokanee trout
0: use a try has, a, a has a has a good population of giant bass i see that mm-hmm.
2: were uh anybody out there throwing them big old california swim baits around
0: yeah they just weren't getting bit for
2: me <laughs> 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 wasn't for the lack of trying though no hey so one giant absolute giant largemouth and then
0: just spots to kill the day with yeah I'm looking. at yeah, no, when are... I like a, when I got like a hundred inches ahead, I, I put that swim bait in my hand for like an hour, but I couldn't get bit at all. A
1: hundred when I got when I got a hundred inches ahead, he said, right?
0: Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a good time to
2: start experimenting a little bit. <laughs> when i when i get like five inches ahead i'm just like you know what let's just do something different let's see <laughs> but maybe i should wait till 100 from now on that'd be a good time to shift gears i'd say
1: that's the trick so what were you doing anthony max said he was throwing that wacky rig you were you were on these uh, long alabama spots what were you what were you targeting
0: uh, i was throwing the 2.8 kite on uh, suspended fish in 22 feet of water
1: the scope the scope
0: yeah yeah oh yeah yeah, i got i got kind of lucky i was fishing this culvert in like 30 feet of water on the dam and then uh, these three gentlemen older gentlemen in a in a v-hole low came and parked like i don't even know like 10 feet from me and anchored down and started throwing minnows right at my kayak and
3: uh, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't having
0: that so i had a i bumped out of there i didn't i didn't uh feed into their negative energy i just left you know and uh, luckily came up on a tree that was stacked with fish right on the dam and uh sat there lit all day that's crazy
2: trying to like, throw a minnows at you is that a common occurrence out there
0: um i don't know maybe norco I, i'm pretty sure to go <laughs> down where i'm from but uh they yeah i don't know even know where can you get them up there max
3: you can get minnows up there i don't you can i don't know yeah you can but i don't i've never had that happen to me so i don't Yeah.
0: I, I have a, know. it was on, It was in, I got it on video and I was going to post it because I posted this whole tournament on video and I'm like, nah, I'm not going to give these t- guys uh, some airtime on my YouTube channel. I didn't put them in there. I posted they, them on was, my Instagram.
2: Were they assault minnows? Did they have to get like a special permit to have those?
0: And I, yeah, no kidding, huh?
2: <laughs> Wild out there. Y'all are in a different, I feel like it's a different planet. Yeah, you didn't put
0: pretty much anything out here
2: so how i mean how do you feel like this this whole event went down was it pretty you know pretty manageable even with that many people and that many fish uh being submitted oh yeah i think i mean i don't know how
0: they did the judging they had to have multiple judges i don't think with all those fish one person could have did it but you never know Um, uh here's here's the,
1: the crazy thing though anthony you're talking about that and ryan
0: yeah
1: it says 585 which isn't really that many yeah you know what I mean for 182 anglers. Yeah. And a no yeah, like, Once I get past I you guys it, at the top, like down past seventy, the next hundred and ten people, it's one or two fish apiece. Is it that is that yeah. the slot that caused that?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's so. it's definitely the slot. Yeah. There's way too many twelve inches that were being caught. i heard some guys say they caught like a hundred hundred twelve inchers in the day. So I that fourteen inch slot just kind of kicked everybody's butt, you could say.
1: Okay, so wasn't people just straight not catching fish? They just weren't getting those fourteens. Yeah.
3: yeah, there's too many small fish.
0: Yeah, um, if it was twelve inches and up, there would have been thousands of fish uploaded. I
1: got you. Well, it's yeah, good they put definitely. That
2: slot in place. <laughs> good, good looking yeah. out on that one.
1: They knew. <laughs> they knew.
2: How does uh, New Melon set up? Like, what what kind of lake is it for us Southern folks that don't don't get out of the area here?
0: Shit. I mean, I've fished a, a good handful, a good handful of your guys' lakes over there, and I mean, I don't think I found a lake yet that resembles that thing. It's just a deep, reservoir. So it's yeah, like it's just a
3: high,
0: highland. Reservoir. It's just a Highland reservoir. Yeah, yeah. Very good.
1: Uh, yeah, Anthony. From what Abel says, is you beat him into submission. Once I saw you at two hundred, everybody just gave up. Is that true? Yeah. Is that what's going on there?
0: I had a lot of uh, people tell me that they saw that during the day and weren't happy.
1: How did fast Abel, were you on him Abel like that? Did Abel
2: fish this tournament? Abel's
0: still fishing. You still
2: fishing out there, Abel? <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> I thought he turned in his drop shot. I ain't seen him in a long time.
1: Pleasant. Hey. hey, there you go, Ryan. There he is right there. Abel at 32.
2: Okay. All right. 32 good job, out of 182. Right. I'll, see, I'll see you at Seminole this weekend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh how fast were you on him, Anthony? Max said his largemouth turned on when the sun came up, but were you on a big limit pretty quick and like demoralizing everybody or how'd that how that go?
0: Um I think by ten o'clock I was close to two hundred, I think. By ten? And what, <laughs> yeah, what,
1: so what was close, what was close what was close to you by then?
0: Um was that, was that
1: the hundred inch lead at ten o'clock?
0: Um, it had to be, I think. I think when I got like in the mid two hundreds, that's when I was at over a hundred okay yeah i mean it was it was pretty nuts i left the i would catch them for like a good solid 30 minutes and then weeding out the dinks and then left it let it rest and uh, came back and they were just fired up again
1: yeah that's amazing um i'm sitting here trying to figure out who won the hourlies obviously max you won the the overall big bass and one of the hourlies Uh, did you did you pick off any of the hourly prizes anthony
0: no i tried but no, and if, I, I think my biggest quantity. fish was like seventeen something, and that yeah. was end up that ended up winning one of the hours. So I was kind of upset about that.
1: <laughs> it's funny looking through here. There's a lot of a lot of 15, 16, 17s and then boom, there's a twenty-two. Boom, there's a twenty-four. Uh, kind of sprinkled yeah. in, and something that kind of flew under the radar was that of those guys announced more hourly sponsors on top of the money, yeah. just a few like a week or two prior to the tournament, right? so yeah like huck sponsored an hour yak attack bending branches nrs yakima uh, dakota yeah, I'm pretty sure
0: everybody got at least 500 plus on top of their thousand from native yeah so wow, 1500 yeah.
1: bucks an hour uh, and then what was, the, was overall prize? the overall the overall was a couple did they give you guys a boat for the overall prizes too or was that just a raffle
0: yeah no max and i got kayaks from native and then they yeah, ended a up raffling bass. one
3: too, I think. Yeah, it was Big Bass in the winter for, for a new kayak. And then the raffle was uh, also a kayak.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Awesome. What was the environment like after the event? Did everybody stick around? Was it kind of a big uh, party at the ramp situation? Um, how, how'd that go, especially with everybody at one ramp? The parking
0: Amazing. lot was pretty full, I think. Uh, I don't think a lot of people left. They all stayed around for the the awards. It was pretty cool.
2: And a lot of these, like part of the Cali uh, tournament fishing culture, is kind of like the, you know, camping out, like everybody at a at a campground or whatever, cooking out, hanging out, that kind of thing. Tell us a little bit about that for the folks that aren't familiar.
0: Uh, I'll let you. I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't partake in anything right that. <laughs> Do you have any friends, Max? Do you have <laughs> Anthony, Anthony's,
1: out there, Anthony's <laughs> out there wrecking 300 inches. Don't give a damn about nobody.
2: <laughs> Anthony just goes straight home. He ain't even talking to nobody.
1: No. I mean, that was a pretty diving. hard
0: drive, dude. I mean, fuck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, man. I have a suit driving home. Go ahead, oh, man.
3: Yeah, we, we camped out, but I mean you know i was so tired from pre-fish i just knocked out so there wasn't That's really the any there wasn't really any fun times it was just go fishing and then go fish again tomorrow
2: abel did you have a fun time did anybody in california have a fun time y'all just made no, there place. was a lot of people partying
0: TV, partying the night before yeah for sure
1: is that uh, is that the, is that the uh, 70th place down with one fish each is that all the people that was partying is that the deal? <laughs> yeah i
0: don't know i know there was a big party at the the campsites the night before and then i heard it was a crater
2: on the night of so that sounds bad but that's what i'm talking about
0: you i'll try to long downplay,
2: downplay the culture out here
1: yeah aaron mathis is confirming that uh see they had some that's good okay
2: aaron aaron was in there with the right people i see i see how it
1: goes and she was still yeah, up aaron. early enough to live stream the the wild takeoff she i should have that video i, I should have had that, that video pulled up i'm slipping yeah. over here um that was amazing yeah uh, any questions for either one of these guys? Please put them in the comments, and we will we will ask them. Uh, I'm curious about, you know, I, I heard what you said about the Alabama spots being transplanted out there. I guess I had no idea they were doing that kind of thing. I know the Florida largemouth get transplanted all over the country, but uh, what's up with the Alabama spots getting transplanted out in New Melons? How long have they been doing?
3: I, that? I honestly don't know the history behind it. I just I just know that they they were thrown in there. I'm not sure as to why, because yeah, yeah, because there's there's a lot of lakes along the northern part of California that have Alabama spots, you know, Bullers Bar and things like that with those giant ten pound spots.
1: uh, So that's the breed that's is growing into those double digit size spots out there. Okay, I didn't realize. Yep,
3: yep, the Alabama
1: spots. Okay, the more you learn, it
2: kills it, it. damages the rest of the the fish population so i guess that's a trade-off do you want to grow giant trash spotted bass (laughs) or do you want to have a good fishery (laughs) yeah dang that's tricky what's you alls what's your favorite lake max in in cali your favorite lake to fish
3: my favorite lake in cali is it's a really tiny lake called uh eastman it's a trophy it's basically like a mini lake fork They've set it, they used to set a slot limit on it, a 22 inch slot limit where you can only take one home or take one fish. I don't recommend taking it home, but you could keep one in the live well. But um, they've now thus changed it to back down to your regular 12 inch limit. But last year I was out there and I was hammering six tens, a 13. So, yep, that's my favorite lake. So he
0: has like it
3: on six, video too right six tens is that what you just said
2: uh i had a total sixes, of tens or are you saying six sixes tens? sixes through tens
3: oh okay. i had a, yeah i had a total of four ten pounders last year and the 13 would kick it to five and one that was i didn't weigh it but it was probably right around nine to ten
1: holy smokes so. and you have a youtube channel too i heard anthony say did you record all that or you had that recorded
3: I didn't record any of that because oh. I did not want to show anybody it. So I didn't record any of it. That's smart. That's I could smart. swear you had
0: one of those catches on video.
3: Uh, no, it was just a just a small one, just a, uh, like a five or right. six or something like that.
1: Yeah, little, little five or six. Just, yeah, I jump out yeah, my boat. Five or six. Little I jump out the <laughs> boat for a six pounder in Arkansas. <laughs> you talking about?
2: Marv, yeah. there's Marv. Dad, See, dang. I thought Marv was gonna be on here tonight, cooking for us with his grill hanging off the side of his kayak.
1: Yeah, well done out there, Marv. He's keeping uh, you up.
2: He's saying Max is a sniper on the on the big bass. You do it on purpose.
1: And just get lucky.
2: <laughs> that's all right.
1: That's part of it. Uh, a couple of questions. Randy said, what's so special about the Alabama spots train? Uh, they're hmm. coached by Nick Saban. That's all, that's all I know.
2: No, I think – I mean, Alabama spots are uh, – uh, they grow larger, I believe. Like Kentucky spots are, are the – really small trashy fish they're short and fat mostly you don't you don't get a lot out of them like a big kentucky spot is like 20 inches on the tennessee river the alabama spots they'll get they'll get long and and large up you know six seven pounds um a lot of people target them on purpose uh the coosa spots especially down there uh, a much bigger more hardy form of the spotted bass
1: yeah uh, on YouTube as well, Joe Max said, "Could you guys see a tour with this format, having 68 events, six to eight events a year? Would that take some of the mystique out of it?" I'm assuming you mean like an A.O.Y. portion, because there's already a quote tour, I guess. There's uh, seven events this year, yeah. uh, but there's no event-to-event point chase. It's just individual opens, standalone events, which I kind of like that that exists. Uh, what do you What do you guys think, Anthony and Max? You like this as a as a trail idea?
0: Uh, it would be pretty cool. I mean, yeah, there's already a handful of events across the United States already, so they added the AOI to it. That'd be, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it would hurt it. I think it would be pretty yeah. badass chasing that.
2: numbers. I think it would probably get you, more many, people to join. Could, well, so that's the thing. That's what I was going to say. How, how many people do you think would participate if there were that AOI structure or maybe a championship-type deal that you were qualifying for? I don't think it would pull less because of that myself yeah i yeah, think i, I definitely I get more
3: people to join yeah
2: yeah
1: yeah I, I like the idea of it being standalone i think one of the big draws of it is the hourly payouts you could probably get people oh, out that exactly. don't even really kayak fish or tournament fish much and just say hey come throw your money down you might win an hour you know what i mean win, yeah win a
0: yeah i know this tournament i think had a, quite a handful of uh new kayakers out there just chasing that thousand bucks yeah that's
2: why abel was out there i think <laughs>
1: <laughs> came out of retirement
2: <laughs> he's just out there swinging for one big bite which is good i mean you we see that stuff uh especially on the tennessee river like gunnersville chickamauga they'll always have like the big bass splash or whatever and you'll have three four five six hundred boats enter that thing and it's just dudes running everywhere throwing the craziest stuff trying to get one bite and you can go flip a sinker and sink is, is that when
1: you see all the fishing skis and all the different boats that really don't bass fish a lot out there, Ryan?
2: That yeah, that's when you see eight idiots in a row following each other down the same stretch of docks. <laughs> like <laughs> they're yeah. just like a like a conveyor belt, <laughs> like doo, 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 just flipping glide baits on docks all day.
1: Yeah, we we've had Vinny and, and uh those guys on before talking about this and I think it's a great option for folks because one thing that we've lost during the pandemic and after the pandemic, and Ryan and I have beat this horse to death is we've lost the the gathering aspect of it other than just a few groups that kind of do their own thing. Uh, The pandemic forced us to have no more captain's meetings or weigh-ins for that matter. And we got so used to that, that a lot of people keep doing it. Or even when they do have a meeting, they don't want to stay. They just bust out of there and head home. And I get that, but I feel like these one-offs could kind of bring some of that back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I would love to see the social aspect uh, come, come back into it a little more
1: yeah especially when it's this these events are saturday only so saturday night you can do whatever then get up sunday and go home
0: crazy yeah yeah
2: i think i think incorporating a little entertainment into it would be good you know be it a band or just live music in a a cornhole tournament or something like that touch tunes karaoke something do something man come
1: on yeah i dig it yeah um so what are you guys fishing out West? I mean, outside of this event, I know you guys are both very active out there in the tournament scene. What's going on out there this year? I know, uh, the wild West bass trail out there, Yakabass, Tim Arthur and the boys with California bass nation. Uh, where are you guys focused at out there?
0: Go ahead, Max. I'll let you
1: know. Okay.
3: Um, I do Yakabass. I do some of the local clubs around here, uh, central Valley Cag guys and Pretty much, I do all the local clubs, starting from the Central Valley all the way up to the the NorCal guys. And uh, I don't personally do the California Bass Nation stuff yet. I'm just, because this is my first official year in the kayak tourney tournament scene. So I was just dipping my feet in, and I just happened to get a boat.
2: Just happened to crack a giant bass in a tournament and win some money. Yeah.
1: Just out here catching tens 13s and winning money i like it <laughs> anthony what about you i know you fish out there but you you travel around a little bit too
0: uh yeah, yeah uh this year i'm gonna i mean i don't know i'm trying to fish everything i was supposed to go out to seminole uh but that's not gonna happen but uh i'm gonna fish the local stuff here in cali aba uh the california Bass Nation. i'm just gonna fish their toc just to qualify try to qualify for the championship out your guys's way Next year. Um and then uh yeah, a handful of the other big events. I'm gonna try to hit a couple of the Bass Nation events, the Hobie, the next Hobie. I don't know what the next Hobie is. Next month, I think. I'm gonna try to get to that guy. And then KBF still.
2: You coming to you coming to Kentucky Lake? I think that's the that's Oh a- yeah, there you go. Yeah.
0: I'm gonna try. As long as it doesn't right. interfere. I d I gotta look at the dates again. I think it lands right on the TLC for Bass Nation for California. Gotcha. If it doesn't, then I'm definitely going to be there. But if it does, then I'll hit the next Hobie.
2: That one will be entertaining. We'll have fun after hours. I don't know how the lake will fish. Kentucky Lake's been stingy the past few years, but you may be able to get out there and uh, get on a big spotted bass bite and those 14 inches cash you a check.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, the last time we were at Kentucky Lake, I had a blast on the second to the last day, so.
2: When's the last time you were out there? Was it national championship?
0: Yeah. Yeah, my pre-fishing sucked, but then I figured something out as the tournament started, and wish I would have found it earlier.
1: Wait, let let me ask you this, Anthony. You talk about uh, you said you're going to fish some more KBF, obviously. Not. Didn't you win rookie of the year for them last year, or the year before, or something like that? Uh, you
0: no, I won the last year. I won the vast the California. I don't know what it I know is. No, you won something challenge. for them. Or
1: something like that. Yeah, I, I know you fish some of their stuff and th- their troubles are plenty as of late. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you think? Is that are they gonna survive? Because they're canceling events, I, I, payouts I, are getting slower. What do you what do you think is gonna happen there?
0: I mean, I hope so. I, I have a blast fishing their events. Um Yeah, yeah, I hope so.
1: I've heard people on the east, up northeast, and out west both say they hope so because it's the only ones that really touch them from a national perspective. Uh, yeah, but I just don't. I just don't know. It seems like it's it's circling, spiraling out of control. So we'll we'll see.
0: Yeah, no, I think. As, I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Do you
2: feel like there's it's room true. out there for you know? There's obviously a couple more organizations. Do you think there's room out there for one of them to touch you?
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't, I'm not cool with anybody touching me, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Un, uninvited. Uh, yeah, uninvitedly. <laughs> But, yeah, How could Obie Tim Arthur touch you? <laughs> bass Nation needs to come out here on the West Coast for sure. I think if they hold like a Delta or Clear Lake event, they'll get a lot of uh, people to come out here from Arizona and I mean even Texas. I think for Clear Lake. So I know to a guy. Out here.
2: I know a guy that's involved with this bass stuff. I'll go ahead and tell you. And I mentioned in conversation, you know, it may be it may be time to. Look back to the West Coast for an event. Like I think, I think everybody kind of saw what happened. Like if you shun these big events, like guess what happens? They just don't come back. So I think, yeah. I think there might be that kind of, you know, appreciation for the opportunity because I think there's a ton of great anglers on the West Coast that are now forced to travel 14, 16, 20 hours to fish a tournament to potentially qualify. For one of these big championships. Yep. So I think now I think everybody's awake, facing forward like, hey, we have to fish these big events if we want to continue to give ourselves this opportunity to qualify for something bigger.
0: Yeah,
1: 100%. Yeah, I think the state bass nations are going to fill some of that void, I hope. Like what what Tim's doing out there with the California Bass Nation and some of these other states that don't get as many events. At least that gives folks the opportunity if they want to to qualify for the bassmaster kayak series championship is not the classic y'all yeah. championship it's championship at the classic so that that's a thing that can fill a void but but yeah i get that when you live on the the far outreaches of the country the opportunities aren't as as plentiful you got to do some some driving or flying or whatever to get to the events
0: and i don't like that some long drives we've
2: yeah. got a i mean we got a little crew of crew of friends out in california and i liked it man when it was always a big deal you know when they would come out to to fish whatever championship or or big event that they qualified for it was always just you know we'd get a huge house and and it was you know fun hanging out and catching up spending time with those guys every week so i want to see i want to see us reunite uh (laughs) california to the rest of america here and get y'all back in these in these big tournaments
1: If you guys show up like you did for the native, I think this native event opened the door. I think it opened the door back yeah. up. It opened some eyes for some of these other groups. Like, hey, it can be done. How about that? So uh, hope- hopefully that's the case. Uh, I'm not saying I'd make that trip, but I think it'd be cool, you know, to get up, get out that way uh, and fish some of those legendary lakes because you guys have them every year when that magazine comes out, dropping the best lakes in the country. There's always a couple out that way that make it, uh, but they don't, you know, obviously fall on the on the schedule very often.
3: What if they hosted the classic out in California? Wow that would kind of force hey, that would kind of force wow. them to to come out there nice. or come out here.
1: I listened to a podcast about that. They said that I think it was in Sacramento and it was like the biggest uh, one of the largest attended events they ever had. People were going nuts that it, that it was just a great environment for the classic when they did have it out there one time. So mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? I've know often those.
2: wondered how that selection process works because it really seems... And I know I know that the, the money that these cities put up is a big influence, obviously. And having, having a large enough venue, which California has big cities, they have big venues, like, you know, putting that piece of the puzzle together shouldn't be hard. I don't know how they keep going back to the same cities, I guess, like Knoxville... You know fishing loudon over like that's not a destination lake for i don't think anybody on earth to go to fort loudon. but but knoxville does really well it pulls a huge crowd it, it makes a lot of money for the city and you know the people that are visiting just as the, the expo have a good experience but i think you know, it would be cool to see something. Fort Worth was amazing. We went to that one. That's when Marky Mark won it all. Like that was cool. But I think California has a ton of great venues that could host that. Obviously it has a lot of good fisheries that you could put it on as well. So I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that at all.
1: Abel said these cities out here don't need the money. It's a burden, if anything.
2: Okay. That, Abe, damn.
1: That's true. Jeez. They raking, <laughs> they raking, they raking in that tax money already. They don't need the money. What's, what's <laughs> the deal? Galley. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't know. I'm just trying to catch yeah, fish. I, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, I don't know. It, it is It is tough, and I know that on the pro level of the bass boat side, there's a reason all these guys that are from the West Coast that love their homes on the West Coast end up moving to Tennessee and Georgia and all that. It's just because they have to eventually. I mean, it, it's crazy. It's yep. just the way it is. Levi says they don't care about the fishery as much as the facilities. To be able to host these larger events that's true some of the facilities but i think steve Fields said a little bit earlier i think money talks when it comes to the big 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 events oh, it does now.
2: but i mean there's probably 30 cities in cali that have just convention sitters alone big enough to to uh-huh. host you know well, something hell, like that like california is on a different level as far as population control and, and amenities go like these cities have Two NFL teams in them. I'm, like, yeah. there's, I'm there's saying, plenty dude. Of places to stick stuff.
1: If New Melons held 182 anglers with no problem at one parking lot, I think they do have the infrastructure to to probably handle it. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, somebody said Nevada next. I don't think Nevada even has a lake. I'm not. I'm not Does sure. They have water in Nevada? I think they pipe it in from California or <laughs> Arizona Vegas, or
2: something. Ain't, ain't that where Las Vegas? Is?
0: They, <laughs> they have over. a Trey they have lake lake mojave i think they got some killer smallmouth fishing over there on nevada side okay we're on the way
2: are they tennessee smallies
0: what's that lake they ran
2: out uh lake mead they ran it dry and found all them bodies and barrels and stuff that'd be a cool one to
0: fish yeah (laughs) yeah i think they got all their water back too with all this rain we got (laughs)
1: okay all right uh ryan murphy said taxes may be an issue and anglers get taxed from out of state in the in the politics of it i don't know about any of that
2: i could definitely see some of the the hosting and and regulations part being a factor in that because i think i think cali's probably leading the way on all the stuff that y'all have to do i feel bad for the tournament directors that try to put on these events just from all the permitting and authorization stuff that they have to go through out there
1: oh lake tahoe i forgot about that tahoe is partly in nevada there you go uh, Randy Creason says, "If Tulsa, Oklahoma can host, host a classic, I think Kelly can pull it." <laughs> He's exactly right. Uh, the thriving metropolis of Tulsa. We will see what
2: Tulsa is about, man. I, I'm interested well, to see how the Bass Kayak Side shakes out in in conjunction with the classic where it's hosted, and and if there if there is a big road trip out out to the Res again.
1: Well, if my I see some folks that are from my region in the comments. Would y'all be cool if it was on a place like Ten Killer, the championship? Is that, too, is that big enough to hold it? Let me know in the comments if you think Ten Killer would be good. Um, well, I keep think in it would mind,
2: be- the Bassmaster Championship you have to qualify for, and yeah. it's, it's a much more stringent qualification process this year than years past where they gave out spots to affiliate clubs, state championships, basically whatever they could to fill the field. Now, you know, with this shift, they're trying to make it much more of a – A true elite championship and less like an open so yeah i I don't think you'll see it's not like you're gonna see 300 anglers out there i don't think there'll be over 150 or 200 qualified honestly
1: yeah it's even harder to get into your state clubs now it's not just like you said it's not a giveaway anymore uh randy agrees with me ryan he says 10 killer would be perfect 10 killers full of those tennessee strain smallies so it'd be perfect for ryan
2: okay i'll bring the old fish food out there
1: yeah uh, plenty of lakes. James is right. There's plenty of lakes over here, good enough for it. So that'd be that'd be good. Downtown Tulsa, I feel it might disappoint you, Ryan. So carry heaven weapon heavy I weaponry when you come over. So.
2: Really? Is that right? Yeah. Strap up, huh? <laughs> yeah. West Memphis, I think, think right. sort of
1: Memphis-like in part of town.
2: perfect. Hell yeah. Yeah,
1: but still good times to be had around there. Yeah. So. All right. All right. Uh, so we'll see. Any more questions. questions from
2: Hochitown? Can I drive there?
1: Nah, no. You won't make it.
2: Wrong end of the state? Well, you won't make it.
1: <laughs> you won't make it. <laughs> Dang. All right. Okay. You won't make it. Back from the res, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Man. Oh, man. All right. uh, Kevin Will says, Kentucky Lake is back with new and improved smallies. Top two bags in Toyota, all smallmouth. What do you know about that, Ryan? You heard that rumor?
2: Uh, I know when the floodgates were open, they were catching, uh, catching some really good bags. Uh, I've been kind of watching the weights, and it looks like around 20 pounds springtime bag, so um not that impressive for me okay. i don't know i mean i guess being next to gunnersville and chickamauga here kind of skews your view of what what the uh tennessee river should look like i saw pickwick showed out pretty good in that college event ewing cashed him a check in an actual boat how about that look at look at you getting up there i think he was 15th young jackson Orr won the tennessee bass nation event uh this past weekend on cherokee and and speaking of westerners, Jeff Sherwood went down and crushed them in the West Texas event. Uh, won the event, I think he won big bass too. He ha- he sent me a picture of a absolute giant out there. So a lot of the boys doing work on the on the events. I, we'll yeah. see what Kentucky Lake has for the kayak guys. I, I think it's a little different ballgame when you're running around in a bass boat. You might be able to bump into five big smallmouths, but yeah. uh, we, we will see.
1: Hey, we're gonna let you guys slide out of here. I know Anthony's on the road, Max. We appreciate you joining us, um, but Joe Mac on YouTube's asking. Let's get some YouTube YouTube channel names before you go. So let's hear him, Max. I said you said you don't have one, or you don't have one that you post your big fish on.
3: Uh, I I do have one. I just didn't post last year. Okay. Uh, it's just it's just my name. Um, just type my name in the search bar plus fishing, and you should be able to find me. Kind of like Greg Blanchard. I keep it simple. I don't. I'm not a creative guy. So,
1: <laughs> creative enough. Creative enough to catch big and Don't oversell
2: United. us now. Don't oversell us, Max. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, and uh, Anthony, I know I, you got I a good got a, channel going over there.
0: Yeah. Just G Team Outdoors, G Team, and then Outdoors. And that uh, should pop. Hey,
1: were you able to get this to stream to yours tonight or, or not? That's a new feature that the. the uh,
0: I, I, I did the whole. I haven't gone to check if it's streaming actually or not. Uh, Hopefully it did but it says around. it's streaming on gt my Doors so very right, cool i guess we'll check it out Sweet. after this is over
1: yeah that's cool that's something new that our software is letting us do which is if our guests have a channel you can stream it to your own channel which is which is
0: nice that's yeah, nice. pretty cool for your, fo- for your folks so, so there you go
1: all right guys hey we appreciate y'all we're gonna let y'all slide out of here and we'll wrap the show up but Good congrats job. thank
2: y'all for coming on thanks guys thank
1: you there you have it max and anthony two hammers from out west well done gentlemen
2: California. California,
1: California, California, love as the song goes. That's what um, say. yeah. We we've got the giveaway to do here in a minute. There's a few things I wanted to touch on before we left. I keep saying touch tonight, Ryan. I know I it, I tonight's touch a
2: very touchy, touchy feeling night. Very touchy.
1: Like. Uh, somebody asked Mark Cuthren asked for a a uh, update on Roro in the comments. So let's hear it. Everything is going well. Lab work's looking good. Numbers have dropped drastically for all her cancer markers. Tumor has shrunk almost 50%. Um, she had her, another chemo treatment last week, handled it like a champ back home. She goes down very soon to Little Rock for another, uh, it's basically like a PET scan to uh, look at uh, any of the tumors that you can't see easily on a CT scan. Then they're also going to do another bone marrow biopsy, some other tests to to see how things are now compared to when they first diagnosed everything. But all things considered, she's kicking this thing's butt. So we're going to keep the prayers going that she she keeps doing that. So appreciate Dude, yeah, you asking. That's awesome. Yeah, appreciate you asking, Mark. Uh, and then the other thing, Ryan, at the beginning of the show, I said I wanted to add one more thing on at the end. Uh-huh. Brad Case, he put I up do. the poll about published lunches, but I think he meant launches. <laughs>
2: i got uh i got a lot of laughs out of that one <laughs> yeah i'll say i could just i pictured brad just asking like who's who's got the lunches like that's that's where my mind went
1: yeah so i i'm I'm 100 percent on board with these pub- published uh launches man i think it's a cool thing i think it's been great i love that i can put them on my google maps and they're just there and i can move ramps throughout the day without having to do any looking i mean it's it's cool
2: I read a lot of the comments, and I understand some of the arguments about, you know, doing the research and and finding the ramps and stuff. And I think that's kind of on the TDs to determine the site. I don't think they should put every public launch on there. I'll say that. I don't think you know these little maybe backwoods slide off deals. Like just because you know about it doesn't mean everybody else knows about it. Like that. And I'm not saying that for the tournament. I'm saying that for the guy that doesn't give a shit about tournaments that likes to go back in this creek and and have a good Sunday afternoon of fishing or whatever. I think I think TDs need to be cognizant. I, I read, you know, one of those on Hartwell like I've never seen anybody here at this ramp and then I go there and there's 20 trucks at the ramp. <laughs> so now yeah. there's 20 more people that know <laughs> where this spot is because it was, you know, it was put on on Google Earth. I think you you kind of have to narrow it down i know they try to make sure there's enough launches for the amount of anglers that are in the tournament and i I think you have to you know admit that and be aware of it but i think you know some of these little pull-offs and and backwoods kind of stuff can be left off i think the proximity to the main lake needs to be taken into account too Uh, but overall i think it really legitimized and took a lot of the question marks out of are people cheating are they getting dropped off way up a tributary where there's not even a launch but they just got dropped off by somebody driving by so there's no way to even prove where they launched at how do you know if it's public or private all you know is where you saw them you know on the main lake like i I think it eliminated a lot of that stuff and i think it's really changed the shape of what we see now in the the top tier of, of kayak tournaments
1: yeah I love it. I think it was a perfect change. I think it was needed. I, I'm like you though. I think you don't want to narrow it down so much that you're burning little spots for people that yeah. where only one or two people can launch. But at the same time, a lot of times it's those guys that are submitting those spots to the TDs to put them on there. So don't do that I to know, yourself.
2: And I don't like, <laughs> that's another thing. Like you, as an angler, like just because you want your spot to be on the list or you think you've got the edge <laughs> because you can launch here, you just gave your spot away to a hundred and, 90 or 220 or 230 other people like the spot that you launched out on Gunnersville when I drove by and saw I saw Jackson launching there pre-fishing I was like hey no damn way that is on the launch list and I pulled it up and I was like huh it is you know like I I thought in my mind and this is me uh I thought that it was going to be like ramps like actual you know actual ramps only and that was the first you know the first bass event so uh, that that me into that so
1: yeah yeah, so i think that ramp that you saw me at was a trick by steve owens to get somebody (laughs) well
2: i didn't say there was fish there i was surprised that it was a legal launch i was also surprised you launched there to try to find a fish so yeah that's terrible
1: i did i found a a A fish Uh, found a fish there
2: twofold surprise on that one
1: (laughs) crazy uh but yeah i wanted to talk about that i think it was a good change but it was a good poll that he put up there uh i wish he knew how to edit his post but maybe i don't wish because i do no, like you that? Don't. I got to see lunches over and over and over.
2: It's funny. It's funny.
1: Yeah. But uh, that said, man. Uh, wait. We do need to announce. We didn't talk about Gil yet, right? You told me
2: we didn't. We didn't talk about Gil. Put that
1: up. We got we got Gil on board. You made that announcement earlier in the week, and we've got a code for him. I think I got it. We did. Well, okay. Do you have the code? I think so. Let me get this thing rearranged you do. here.
2: You do. I just checked. You do. <laughs> there it is. Right there. So starting at the first of the month it is not active right now so don't run over there and try to buy whatever gill stuff you want but in case you don't know what gill fishing is they make high-end rain suits jeff was complaining after chickamauga about needing high quality rain gear i've been talking back and forth with gill for over a year now (laughs) trying to get this done we met with him at the classic and finally, you know, got this partnership hammered out. Um, we looked at their products, looked at the quality. Uh, I, I've I've used Mustang forever. I won't hide that. Um, I think I think Gill has equal or better quality rain suits. So we worked with these guys and and got it hammered out and made the switch. Here's your code. That's twenty five percent off. That's for anyone, anytime. We're gonna work on some giveaway stuff, obviously, um, but. 25% off for, you know, uh, high-end rain suits. You go to the Gill website. Uh, any regular price stuff is 25% off, and that that includes anything from, from the most expensive, you know, $500 rain jackets to T-shirts, hats, socks, shorts, shirts. They make it all. So go check them out, uh, Gill Gear. You can, uh, you can use it starting the first, and that's going to be good through the end of the year, and we will – Renegotiate after that, but hopefully it's only going to go up from here.
1: There we go. Good stuff, Ryan. Uh, and yeah, I'd have won that tournament if it wasn't for the rain. That's what I think. So now you got me fixed up. We're trying,
2: man. We're trying. And again, like that, what I told them, like as we were negotiating through all this stuff, was like, you know, we appreciate our listeners there what keeps us kind of doing this stuff i don't think if if we didn't have this engagement from our audience jeff we probably wouldn't waste every monday night sitting here but <laughs> that's right but the idea is to give back to you guys so we've tried to really step it up this year you know revo had, has always helped us with the giveaways but pulling in Seagar, z man gil just trying to get more and more to to give back to you guys for supporting us because we really appreciate it
1: yeah and, and joe max said 25 percent is a chunk you're right they're they're Rain suits are high end when you're talking to three or four hundred dollar uh piece of apparel. There, 25 percent is you're talking a bunch of dollars, hundreds. You're of dollars.
2: basically all pro staff now. I'm not yeah. saying get it tattooed, but you could probably run a sticker.
1: Yeah, you're KBN pro staff, so put yep. that on put yep. that on yourself squad, between all the, the discounts. You're all part of the cesspool squad. You've you've all been Titan Tungsten pro staff for like three years. I've applied the whole group and it was accepted. So, yeah, now you're many now you have many more on your list. Um. Yeah. Well do done, man. We got, uh, we right, got to do yeah. the giveaway.
2: We have to do the giveaway. Chase just updated me, uh, koozies and, and stickers be shipping pretty quick here. I'll post those once the F this lake, uh, memorabilia comes in. I just submitted over the shirt order. So that will be popping out soon for those of you that did respond and ordered a shirt, check your emails. I will send you a bill. All
1: right. So we're doing that Z man giveaway tonight. Of course our guests were from out West. So West Coast, hashtag West Coast in the comments for a chance to win. We'll give it a little bit to to pile up entries in there, get you a Z-Man pack. Um, good stuff, man. So I love... Levo
2: winner, he posted. He posted, yeah. uh, he got his product in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Hope you're pleased with that. We appreciate your participation.
1: I'm like you, Ryan. I just am so thankful for all the folks that watch and support this, and it's so cool uh, that we able to get these companies to be able to give back to them every Monday night. It makes it more fun for us. Just getting started. We're just getting started. Yeah, we're just getting started. Bunch of West Coast coming in up to 55. We're running about 124 live viewers right now, so we'll give it a little time to give everybody a chance to get that West Coast in there. For those And
2: that I don't are... want to misspeak, Jeff, and correct me if you know that I'm wrong up front. I think this is our highest watched West Coast uh, episode where we've had anglers outside of Greg Blanchard doing content creation. Uh, yes. Episode, but I think this is our highest uh, attended uh, West Coast episode. So, congrats, guys! Good job. I believe it
1: is. I believe it is. That's right. And as you're putting in the hashtags, make sure you did share the stream. And if you're on YouTube, just like hit the like button over there, and that's that a, a joke share.
2: last week. You know, because we just <laughs> try to keep people on their toes. I went and looked, and it was like your stream was shared three minutes ago. One minute. One yeah. minute ago after we got out there. Y'all are slick. Y'all are slick, but we're watching, all right? We're on you.
1: Johnny, put your name in there, brother. Don't do worry it, about Johnny. it, man. Do it, Johnny. Put your name in there. Put your name in there, Johnny.
2: Johnny hadn't won a Z Man pack yet, yeah, you? you need yeah, some you, just, you need some of these.
1: You just add on the glasses, man. You made
2: what was yeah. in there? It was like Hellraisers and chatterbaits and all kinds of stuff, uh, in the last Z Man pack. So we'll take care of you.
1: Yeah. Randy said it's about time to bring Greg back on. I agree. Greg's a great guest and we need to do another content show with Greg and I wanted to bring uh John Dalton, Creek Fishing Adventures from up Knoxville Way, mm-hmm. uh, on as well. So maybe we can have him and him and Greg on and talk YouTube stuff. Let's do it. All right, what do you think? Ready? I'm ready. We're up to seventy three entries. Let's hit Fair. this thing. Here we go. Da da da. It's all we- I need some music for this. I need some music for this. DJ this is going to be right. DJ
2: Williams, cue us up some <laughs> raffle music.
1: Burn. It- Pissard oh, I can't say that. Burn. Congrats, burn. Congrats burn. burn.
2: Congrats, burn. Bernie Jr. in the house.
1: Big Burn yes, from YouTube. From over on YouTube. Appreciate you, Burn. So there you go. Get with us. Uh Kaybascination at gmail.com or DM either one of us <laughs> on Facebook.
2: Damn. Trey. <laughs> Trey with the smoke, boy. It's true. <laughs> Uh, hey, them Nars, they'll seduce you, man. People get they get real into those Nars for about a month or two, then they then they're then they're back. So yeah, we'll see
1: it on marketplace. Be watching marketplace close. Be watching. Uh, there you go, man. Good show tonight. Like you said, big one with the the West Coast coming in w- with the the views tonight. Watching the show, and I noticed on YouTube we did pick up like uh, five or six viewers from Anthony's channel. They were watching live. So we pre- if you're watching you, from Anthony's-, Anthony's
2: channel, supporters, we appreciate yeah. that.
1: Come on over come on over and subscribe to us and, and watch the next show that, that won't be on Anthony's channel. But we appreciate you over there and we appreciate Anthony taking the time. So
2: Josh Evans likes his nar; He ain't getting rid of it. We know Josh. We know, I know, you, Josh. Ride, you ride for the squad.
1: We love you, Josh. Nar or no nar? Uh yeah. Good stuff. Anything else, Ryan, before we let everybody break out of here?
2: That's it, man. Let's uh good luck to those fish and seminole. I'm on the fence. Kenzo's got her regional tournament, so I may have to roll that entry over to Kentucky. So we'll see
1: there you go all right love y'all we're gone